0: What's up everybody, this is Ben from www.dropthedice.com And today I, I have a I do have a podcast for you I just wanted to to touch upon a couple things um, So today is, uh, is April 3rd And ten years ago uh, My mother passed away I, I was unaware at the time In fact, uh, I, I didn't find out till, A couple days later, I got a phone call from my uncle telling me that that she had been found um, dead in her apartment. And and I'm sorry for starting it off on, on such a dour note, but I don't I don't say this as a as a mean for pity or sympathy, just more of an explanation of kind of where, where my headspace is at, kind of what I've what I've been thinking about a lot lately. And and one of the things I I think about a lot is, is, is whenever I I talk about my mom, or I talk about how she passed away, so much of it is, it's just really sad, and, and just some, or, or just, just immediately, it, like I, I, seem, I seem to apologize, because I don't want to depress people, and I don't want to make people sad, and I'm just trying to tell a story a lot of the times, and, and, and it, it, I guess it is a sad story, but it's always just a way to get to talk about her, her and how, how great she was, a lot of the times And so You know I, I try to To make it A positive endeavor And I try to make it A, a positive thing So Anyways I'm probably doing The same thing again here the the, the the point is One of the things That I'm not good at Or that my mom Was so much better Than I am at Is Is keeping in contact With people Whether it be friends Or family Or both And she was so good at it. She, she She was part of that glue that held my family together a lot of the times. She, she would go out of her way to keep in contact with family members that she didn't talk to in years sometimes. And it's not like she ever let that... It, it, it was always like 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 they just picked up... Like they had just spoken the day before. And that kind of humanity I think is really is really special, and I think that, you know, one of the things that she taught me, clearly not that ability to do that, to to keep in contact with people, but that, you know, that family is so important, and, and that family can't just be defined by your blood relatives, you know, I, it's, it really is the the people you surround yourself with and, and who you and who you love and and in the with and then who those people introduce you to uh, if you look at drop the dice we are a collection of of people who once we all met realized we had more connections than we originally thought you know um afi and bus had you know they had a previous connection um, before they met as adults um, I don't know it's just it's it's just interesting to see kind of how how these things develop and you know and these guys you know I can like I love all of them um, whether it's one or 2.0 you know they're some of the best friends I ever had and in and I think of them as family, you know? And, uh... This episode... Um, that I'm about to show you guys right now... You know, I recorded it with a couple of friends. And, uh, we make... You know, it's another cocktail podcast. And we kind of talk about cocktails and uh, Lord of the Rings, of, of, all, of all things. And... You know, the people on this podcast... Um, who you'll meet, who are Maddie and Andy... They... The only reason I know them is because it dropped the dice and it's it's that you know, that's, that's so much like that that just reminds me so much of, of what my mom cared about of, of of you meet these people in your life and then they introduce you to more people who you love and then they introduce you to more people who you love and those that family just keeps growing and growing and you know, I just remember at her service so many people came who who had just she had just touched their lives somehow and not that I I think I'm anywhere close to you know um, as noble as some of the stuff that she did but I see those the way that web branches out and you get to develop these relationships and and so you know I, I recorded this podcast the other day and uh it was a lot of fun and, and it just got me thinking about how like Man like 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 these friends that I'm here right now recording with How many steps did it take to get to this spot And what led me to this And it's You know it's that belief in family It's that belief in love And that belief in your friends And, and, and just understanding And being open to Whatever <laughs> like life will send you And whatever new relationships you have And having fun with all of that You know So So Mom thank you so much for, you know, for making me who I am today, and, you know, I love, I love people the way you love people, and, you know, hopefully this part of this podcast shows that, you know, I love, I love having people on and and talking to people. All right, uh, enough depressing stuff, Let's, uh, let's, let's make some drinks. All right, have fun.
1: Let's begin, can't we? Maddie, me
0: too. What's up, everybody? This is Bence from www.dropthedice.com, and we are here with another cocktail podcast. I know, I know you guys are all out there. You're enjoying us getting through our top 50 board games of all times. Me, Rico, and Alfie are having a blast getting to that, but I didn't want to lose out on the fun that I've been having doing cocktails. And of course, what else do we love here at Drop the Dice by bringing in new friends to enjoy these with us? Is so that what we love? It is. So with me, I have uh. Maddie and Andy. Welcome, guys.
2: Hello. I'd like to clarify, it's Andy with an IE. There you go. Oh, five letters.
0: Yeah, uh, Maddie, how, how do you spell your name?
2: I mean, I have no, quite no idea how many <gasps> letters entire.
0: Considering that I created it in my head, it's M A T T I E.
2: Uh, sure.
0: Okay, there you go. We'll go with that.
2: I E. Yeah, I-E. Ah! Um.
0: So today I have been tasked with making um, a cocktail that Andy picked out a, uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Andy, why don't you tell us about this and why you picked it before we make it?
1: Oh, it's not a nice reason. Uh, my um, family's Romanian, and my mom would always take a lot of offense at the word gypsy, and then I saw this said gypsy wedding and was like, hey.
0: <laughs> Actually, like I haven't heard the story. You know who I've had some contention with
1: lately? My mother. <laughs> Ooh!
0: So, okay. But
1: then, but then, okay, so that's why that's why I caught my eye, but then when you read through the ingredients, it just sounds like sick. All these different flavors that I wouldn't have paired together. There's um, a toasted fennel salt rim. Uh-huh. Um, grapes are one of the like muddled ingredients and then um nobody knows this but last year was or you guys might not know this but last year was my year of gin and this has gin in it so i thought it would be a nice little throwback to the best year of our lives
0: Uh, i'm super excited i have no idea what (laughs) green grapes are going to do muddled
1: no certainly not with lime juice and grapefruit juice i feel like it's just going to get overpowered but i hope to be wrong
0: and for those of you out here why wondering why i brought these three together we are prepping For our big Lord of the Rings extended uh, watch party where we watch all three extended editions. I believe it's going to be 12 hours of movies.
1: Yeah.
0: We're going to try to do it in one day. (laughs) And the reason why both of them are cringing right now is because we've created our very mm -hmm. own Lord of the Rings drinking game. That is in in itself not a new thing by any means.
2: No. It's an evolving list. but. But I
0: think our list is amazing.
2: We've all grown up with these films, have we not, to a point or another? Or right, and we, I feel like, we, so, Yeah. I think
0: you two actually like the movies more than me.
2: We're both well entitled and qualified Probably. to craft a set of instructions. And-
0: all right, so yeah. you, both of you guys have this in your top five of all time, right?
1: Correct. I don't know how to make a top five, it gives but, me anxiety. Okay, <laughs> mm.
0: you do for sure. Well, I forget, you, I think you're with me, though, and you like fellowship.
2: Yes, and somehow lists alleviate my anxiety, but <laughs> correct. Yeah. Fellowship is one. I mean, that doesn't mean that th- they go one, two, three. That doesn't mean that three is not good. Or no, not it just means that three is the
0: lesser of lots of greats. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, why do I hate it? This is the best. So we're doing the top 50 board games of all time. This is like out of hundreds of games that we played. This, this is like the scythe. It, right. And so 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 Alfie put scythe at 45, and both me and Rico are like, God, why do you hate this game? And it's like, no, this is 43 out of like 500, 600 games that we've played. Yeah. Um, but same thing. Like, *Return of the King* just isn't as good as fe- *Fellowship*. I think stands on its own, and I still think that's probably why I like it the most.
2: I think that just unfortunately due to the, the salt rim, I will be liking *The Lord of the Rings* in far and away more than this. Many
0: the of them more than <laughs> this cocktail. <laughs>
2: I'm of I do salt love
0: Maddie bringing it back to, to the actual photo <laughs> of the cocktail. So, yes, we're going to we'll go see. into the kitchen right now. We're going to make the drink. You guys can listen to that because I know you all enjoy that. We'll come back. We'll try it. We'll talk a little bit more about the drinking game. And then that'll be it. And then I'll give you guys uh, our, t- our second iteration of our top 50 board games of all time. Mm. Here we are in the kitchen. Uh, this is gonna be a group effort. I have everything set up in proper mise en place. If you can get me six scrapes from the fridge.
2: I definitely didn't know I was gonna be put to work this evening. I'm
0: very sorry. Uh, you, You're oh. What is it, bring? Your job. A task. Is going to be to rim <laughs> all the glasses.
2: <laughs> Ooh, all at once?
0: <laughs> yes. So, we have a, so we have a we've made a toasted fennel salt mixture here. Uh, Maddie's going to be just uh, wiping down the glasses with a little bit of water, rimming them with some I'm, salt.
2: I am doing so now.
0: Yeah. And you got our six grapes. Sure do. Hold that. And that. Uh, you're going to do the bottom of that of the lime juice. That that side, yeah. Of the lime juice, no. Yeah, right. That one. Of the lime juice.
2: You haven't heard me making any, any unruly, salt unruly remarks for some while now due to the rimming.
0: Of the due to the rimming of the glass. And then we're going to do half of that to same size of the grapefruit juice. <laughs> oh, this is going perfect. <laughs> you are going to do the same amount of this. So half of that, top one of this. This is some velcalernum. Falernum, uh, which those of you who've been listening know, it's quickly becoming one of my favorite liqueurs. It's kind of a lime-based liqueur with a lot of spices in it. Uh, using a lot of tiki cocktails this I think is gonna add so much to it especially with the aquavit and the gin kind of bringing a lot of dry flavors so then we're gonna add a full one of those of aquavit the top there same thing
2: not getting enough fennel on here
0: not gonna I think we'll be okay with more salt than fennel I'm gonna flip that over and we're gonna do a full one of these there
2: we go now right.
0: we're cooking now we're now yeah now we're pretty we guys go.
2: All right, ready for my next task.
0: What is it? You are gonna muddle this together. So I made some honey syrup. Uh, I got some acacia honey. I made a quick simple syrup, added some honey to it. You kind of shake it up for a little bit, it all melts together. And the reason you do that is because if you add just plain honey to a cocktail full of ice, it's gonna right. solidify really quick and not, not incorporate it properly.
2: Okay, so, that back so excited about the honey syrup, just like me about the Some things the you don't know about loves. Andy,
0: Andy loves honey. So, th- this is gonna be. And
2: the
1: grapes can make honey. Oh,
0: Yeah, that one. A full, full one. So, your job. So, grab this bad boy and just smash down a little bit. Not too hard to get it out. Andy, if you want to fill these with ice?
2: I'm literally smashing grapes right now. You're literally guys. smashing grapes
0: right now. Yeah. And ideally, that's gonna. Well, oh. it's gonna smash grapes into a cocktail. So, hopefully, it works out. I've never you don't have to wait as
2: long as with the wine. They're kind of a bitch. Like this thing has spikes on the bottom, which is good because it, there you go. That's probably no more than enough. They're being.
0: I'm digging the way this fennel salt rim looks.
1: It smells fantastic.
0: So, so you don't like fennel, or you don't like licorice? I don't like licorice at okay. all. So we'll so, see i be mean, interested to see how you feel about this one. I, I'm assuming since it's just on the rim, and you rimmed it yourself, that it should. I be rimmed bigger. it
2: myself, so. I laid my bed, not whatever. Yeah, too
0: hardcore. In terms of, you rimmed it <laughs> yourself, <laughs> so it's yeah. actually yeah. too hardcore. Yeah. All right. So now we've got ice in our glasses. We're gonna shake up this really quick, and then we'll get back to the table, and you guys can hear how we like it. And a little bit more ice. Let's see here, we'll do this, we'll do, like, a nice soft shake today. Ooh.
2: Do we have any sponsors, any words from our sponsors during our soft oh, cut.
0: shake? Oh, I wish we had sponsors. Yeah. Me on these. Squarespace. <laughs> Let's see here, who else? <laughs> Casper Mattresses.
1: <laughs> Casper <laughs> Mattresses.
0: Uh, Pennsylvania Dutch oh. Eggnog. Okay. We've
2: already heard from <gasps> this evening.
0: Is
2: that fuzzy? So
0: it gets a little effervescent, which is always exciting when you shake a cocktail. That means you know you shook it really well. Uh, Again, this is only one, so we're gonna go ahead and pour this in here. All right, I'm excited. This looks really cool. All right, awesome. So we're gonna make two more of these really quick. We're gonna pause it. We'll meet you guys back at the table in about two minutes. Thank you. This is The Bus, and you're listening to Drop The Dice. Alright, we're back here at the table, and we were about to try the Gypsy Wedding for the very first time. Now, a uh, little peek behind the curtain. Traditionally, guys, I make a couple of these cocktails, try them, and then record so that I know exactly what I'm going to say about the flavor. Um, sorry if that shatters your image of me trying cocktails on the podcast. But this one, I literally have no idea what it's going to taste like other than my own thoughts about, um, fennel and salt together. Right. Here we go, guys.
2: And I definitely never know what I'm going to say, until, yeah. uh, say saying right. until it comes out of my mouth. There you exactly. go. Exactly. Right. Whatever.
0: Turrim cocktails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa.
1: Oh my God. I am so pleased.
2: <laughs>
0: that is so unique.
1: So okay. right away, the salt rim doesn't taste, it, even though it strongly smells of, like, licorice. Yeah,
0: no, you don't get it fennel. No,
1: rye. it's almost like it's celery like, salt. Rye, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Rye
2: bread or something.
0: Oh, that's yeah, absolutely. Right? It does, you do get that, which yeah. is, an awesome time. It has fennel. Yes. It's definitely much more of, like, a smell component than anything. Mm-hmm. Well, unless you keep going back to the salt. See, for me, I really, I think the learnum does such a good job... You get a lot of lime, and you get a lot of citrus, and you get a lot of spice.
1: You do get a lot of citrus, but I would actually, I argue against the lime. Um, You don't get, So, case in point, when we make a key lime mimosa...
0: That's very lime forward. It uh, is
1: very lime forward. Okay, okay,
0: fine. This is citrus, citrus, but it doesn't make you pucker. I think those spices are there here. Yeah. Like, these, like, kind of, like...
2: There's not the same pucker.
0: No. And I think that's the Falernum playing off. I couldn't tell you what the Aquavit's doing here.
1: Because I don't know what Aquavit tastes like on its own. At so the same time, though, I couldn't tell half you... shot later?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I don't know what the gin's doing here either, though. I really get... Getting, getting you there. I, my, uh, it's
2: I'm... strong once you take a bigger swig. Okay, here we go. All right. Yeah, it's, it doesn't taste like a strong drink, and then you take a slightly larger gulp, and it's like, oh, this is a very strong drink.
0: Okay, so I think that, I think that might be the Aquavit.
2: Yeah.
0: Because I don't think it's a gin.
2: It I might can... be the gin and the other stuff.
0: Yeah. You're right, though. You definitely get a little bit more alcohol once you do that. But come on, we're not savages. We're going to sip this for a little bit.
2: Are we? I'll go to ASU. <laughs> okay. Are we going to chug this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's, let's chug the, the 10 minute cocktail. Yes,
2: yeah, seriously. Let's take a fraction of the time.
0: That took me like 20 minutes to pound out those fennel seeds.
1: Wait, did we also talk about how it's very grape forward?
0: Um, I'm getting. Right. I'm glad we use green grapes because you absolutely get a lot of that grape skin texture within the drink.
1: I can actually tell there's grape in here
0: um yeah actually i think the grape is definitely in there um
1: which color me surprised i really wasn't
2: expecting that
0: i was kidding about the skin texture guys yeah just just yes okay but you do you do taste grapes which i do love that real grapes taste nothing like grape juice
2: oh yeah it's real grapes and you can taste it
0: yeah no that's That's
2: very unique
0: that's awesome uh andy good choice um Thanks, we're, Mom. We're recording this at the start of the <laughs> evening. Um, yeah, I would
2: have no idea what was in this. If segment. we make
0: one later on, I promise I'll turn the recorder back on and you can hear where we're at at 3 a.m. <laughs> um, but before we leave, I want to talk to you guys a little bit more about this Lord of the Ring uh, marathon we got going on. We have a drinking game and we're all going to discuss our one of our favorite rules. Uh, the rules, I think we have about 20 at this point. Um, I'll go last just in case uh, I have the same one as you guys so I can pick something else really quick. I know which one yours is. Um, go ahead, Andy, which one's
1: yours? Um, I've got a little bit of a tie, but I'm going to go with, uh, every time a blinkless tear falls. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And you guys
1: will all recognize this, fans, as every time someone looks into the camera longingly, you can physically cartoon style see the tears well up, and then it falls ever so gently, and they somehow keep their eyelids open the whole time. Because every time I
2: cry in private, that's exactly how I do it. Oh really? yeah.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. No, I ups- I, it's I ups- a very
2: aesthetic cry.
0: No, I definitely ugly cry in private. Like the weird hand, back of palm, wiping <laughs> it down. Not even like the finger, just like... <laughs> like the eye into the nose.
2: <laughs> no, no one's here. Well, I'll go next then, yes? Yeah. I don't actually remember a, a specific point at which this happens, unless he's actively stomping it out, but just the concept is funny and everything about him is funny. And he's our, you know, comic relief throughout the series, and that is every time Pippin stands on a burning pile of wood. And there's a lot of funny things that, like, <laughs> Pippin, <you> know, <laughs> what is going on? Why burning pile of wood? I'm like very looking forward to going back through my favorite film trilogy, looking and seeking it for this purpose,
1: through this lens. But like, <laughs> so fun fact, um, our rules are. Interesting rules because some of them are one shot only rules. They happen one time, and you take a shot for it. Mm -hmm. And other rules are ongoing rules. They happen um, throughout the films, and so those are going to be more sipping. um, Is this when they're
2: putting out the fire on top of uh, what is it? Well, we'll have to watch watch to find out. And then they're like, "Put it out!" And then, but but then the camera pans way away, and then they just go (gasps) like there are. It happens so fast, but I I guess
1: we'll have to go back through. We'll have to go back. Maybe maybe this happens (sighs) three times. Doesn't say what I will tell you is this is not a one off. Yeah, it's not a
0: one off. So with that, which one's mine? Every time
1: Gamely talks about dwarves. Nope. <gasps> no,
0: mine is uh, close though. That would that, that's a good one. If only there today. is no way yes, You're right, because I like like we, we do watch we will watch movies every week and for the most part what no matter for what For the movie, most part Master
1: Dwarf makes an appearance yeah, whatever, every whatever movie. Whatever
0: movie we're watching, I'm quoting Master Dwarf. Um, no, mine right now just cause it just boggles my mind every time it's every time Galadriel passes her test take a shot.
2: Stop! That's so stupid! Which by far,
0: I think, the weakest scene in the trilogy.
2: It's so weird. Their whole experience with her is weird. Like, if if we were really going on the fellowship with them, that would be like the acid trip two or two-thirds or three-quarters of the way through where we're like, God, what happened back there? Could we have omitted that part? Probably, but...
0: But even in the normal edition, most of that's in there.
2: Yes, it like, really is. Like
0: the extended edition does not flesh out her weird test at all. Nope. It's still no. like way to go. No, girl.
2: nothing, nothing. Oh, the yeah. whole the whole elves going to the east thing in general. She's like, I've passed my test, and I'll fade into the east. I don't understand why any of them are doing this.
0: We've I also get it.
2: it's because the world is becoming more middle, more there.
0: See, it's kind of a metaphor for the industrial revolution.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, so we've also, how do you get that uh, nice. we've also rewrote Ugh. the presents that, that Gimli gets <laughs> where he asks for a lock of hair like one single hair
2: no I think I've heard this before no 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 stop
0: but she gave him <laughs> nope. three yeah. I'll leave it there
2: <laughs> it'll be
1: funnier when we get to that part of the movie and have played all the rules up until then
0: right that's something we'll talk about at 3am after a couple more of these gypsy weddings mm. Uh, All right, guys, uh, this has been Maddie, Andy, and Benz. Hope you guys are having a blast listening to the Cocktail Podcast. I'm having a blast doing them. Again, we'll be back soon with more of that top 50 board games of all time. Mm. Bus, I know you're there across the bond. I just need you to play us out. Thank you. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye. (laughs) Felicia.
0: This episode of Drop the Dice. We'll see you next week. I mean, is there, is there, what does the marshmallow represent in this? It still doesn't make sense. Well, get the either.
1: banana. The banana yeah. is
0: clearly your phallus.